Welcome to the Known Parent Podcast. This podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead your teenagers to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can learn more about LifeWay Student Ministry at www.lifeway.com students. Your hosts for the Known Parent Podcast are Rick Paul and Mike Wakefield from Student Ministry Publishing at LifeWay. Rick has a son and daughter in college, and Mike has a daughter in college and a son in high school. In addition to being parents of teenagers, both Rick and Mike have experience in student ministry, church staff ministry, and ministry through student ministry publishing. Let's join Rick and Mike as they share their experiences related to the topic for parents and teenagers addressed in this month's Known Study. Welcome to another month of our Known Parent Podcast. I'm Rick Prawl. I've got Mike Wakefield here in the room with me. Mike, how are you? I'm good, Rick. Well, good. And Mike, we have special opportunity today. We've got uh, Ryan Sanders in here with us. Um, this is a great occasion for us, Mike and I. Uh, uh, Ryan has worked with us for the last couple of years. Uh, Ryan, before we get into this podcast, why don't you tell folks uh, who you are? Tell us a little bit about your family. Oh, I have two gorgeous daughters, a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. We're going through teething phase with the youngest, <laughs> cutting a third tooth, so... So yeah, couldn't have it. There's no good time for, for that stuff. But that's what that's my story right now. The last few days. And we assume you have a wife to go with those two daughters. I have a wife. Yes, (laughs) that's good. Yes. Well, Ryan has been a a production editor here for us uh, on our known product for the last two years, and uh, Ryan is uh, leaving us, uh, which is one of the reasons that Mike and I wanted to have him come and join us today. Uh, for this last opportunity to join us on a podcast. Uh, Ryan, as we're getting into this podcast, uh, part of the reason we wanted you to be here, number one, you're part of our team, but also where you're moving to and what you're going to be doing fits in with what we're trying to talk about today. So why don't you tell us where you're headed? Uh, Rick, I'm headed right outside of D.C. to uh, Columbia Baptist in Falls Church, Virginia, and I'm going to be working with young families and uh, serve as the director of the Children uh, Childhood Development Center at Columbia. And so part of my role will be connecting the the children that attend the school with also the the parents with the ch- the children and the parents with the church. So I'll have sort of a dual role there, uh, but but more so ministering to the young families. Well, good. Well, and parents, as we get into this podcast, uh, we are talking this month about the topic of leadership. I'm going to let Mike just kind of give us a quick overview of where we're headed uh, this month, and then we're going to just talk about this topic of leadership from a standpoint of of how to engage your students in this topic, but also as parents, where does this deal with us? So, Mike, give us an right. overview uh, here. We're going to talk about, of course, we have four sessions. First week is called Chosen and Equipped, and the question is, where do leaders come from? And the point is God can use anyone to be a leader. And then week two is called Guide and Inspire. And the question is, what does a good leader do? And the point is, a good leader guides and inspires others. Week three is called Grow and Learn. And the question is, how can I be a godly leader? And the point is, keep growing and learning. And then week four is Support and Follow. The question is, what if I don't want to be a leader? And the point is, be a good follower. So obviously, parents, as as we're looking at this month of study, your students are going to be looking a lot at this topic of leadership. We are surrounded by people in roles of leadership um, as adults. Uh, We have bosses that lead us. Uh, Some of us are in roles of leadership. We have leaders within our state, within our country, within our church. And so this is, I think, an important topic for us. Guys, as we get into the study, let's just think about students for a minute, teenagers. Why, Why is this topic of leadership? a big deal for us to talk about in known with our teenagers this month. 
Well, I think, Rick, that uh, I mean, w- the big thing about leadership we could talk about a lot is influence. And our students are influenced all the time. I mean, they are being influenced by their peers. And I know in our home, kind of probably getting ahead of the game here a little bit, but in our, in our home with, with Trisha and I, my wife and I, we have prayed for our, our children since they were young that they would be influencers for good, hmm. knowing that they're going to be influenced. We would, we would rather them be out in, you know, doing the one that's influencing <laughs> that's right. and influencing for good. And so because they're going to be influenced, students are going to be influenced, and they're either going to be influencers, you know, they're going to influence people, or they're going to be influenced. And so and a lot of times who they're following can make a huge difference in the decisions that they make. Right. Rick, you always hear the story, uh, or I, I know I've heard it a lot, like you, you'll hear parents of teens say, well, they, my little, little Jimmy just got into the wrong crowd. He <laughs> followed the wrong, the wrong right. group of people. You rarely hear, of, well, my son's a leader in this, or my daughter's <laughs> yeah. led this. I mean, right. it's just one of yeah. those things. It's a very applicable subject. When, and, you know, Mike, you've really raised a good point, especially with where this study is going, is a part of our, our whole known strategy. Parents, uh, you've probably picked this up if you've listened to us for any length of time. And if not, if this is brand new to you, a part of our whole known strategy is to help your students know God, own their faith, and to make their faith known. And you heard that in the introduction to this podcast. And this study is to is really intended to help our students understand that they have influence in mm-hmm. relationships and to take that opportunity to use those roles of influence to lead students to understand what it means to be a follower of Christ and, and use those opportunities as witnessing opportunities. So certainly that is a part of, of this study and this topic. This month we're going to spend some time looking at Nehemiah, we're looking at Joshua, we're looking at other leaders from a biblical standpoint and to see some biblical examples of leadership. And guys, I think we'd all agree that we are surrounded and we watch you know watch the news at night and you see mm-hmm. examples of folks that aren't leaders. As we're recording this podcast, um, it's been about a week since Mel Gibson went off again and you know, Mel Gibson has been a leader, has been perceived as a leader, but he also, you know, does some just ridiculously silly things yep. that our students are seeing. While we're recording this podcast, Lindsay Lohan is getting ready to go to jail. Um, and she's been a leader um, in students' lives. Um, you know, she's had influence. You know, you talk right. about having influence. Um, and as, as you know, I, Mike, as, as we look at our daughters, I think, and Ryan, as you're looking at, you know, your your little girls growing up, you know, you think, I don't want my daughter to have that kind of influence on other exactly. people. Um, and then we've watched, you know, Miley Cyrus, you know, over the, the last six months, you know, go and go from being somebody that, you know, we you know, want our girls to watch on television, say, oh, you know, that's a great, you know, that's a nice role model. And to now she's something that's like, okay, I don't want you to watch that anymore. Right. Um, so it is, it is a deal, a good thing for us to talk about. The point of this first session I think is important for us as parents to understand as we're talking with our teenagers about this is that God can use anyone to be a leader. You know, we look at a couple examples of, of biblical leaders that, that rose up and what do you guys think about that? How do you deal with that with your kids? You know, Mike, with your, your teenagers, your students, Ryan, with your, your little girls that God can use anybody to be a leader and God may be calling you to be a leader. I think we just, I mean, again, it's, it's one of those conversations that you have to intentionally have. We talk with, you know, when when our daughter was at home, we talked about that a lot. Now with with our son, you know, we we make in, in, intentional conversations about, you know, are you are you leading? You know, what kind of leadership are you showing? And don't just be a follower. Don't don't just follow the crowd. You need to step up. You be the one that takes you know the step. You need you be the one that's leading again for that influencer for good. 
And so I think it has to be intentional conversations and talk about it. I also think, Rick, something that you mentioned is take advantage of what's happening in culture. Take those things that are happening that we're seeing with our, you know, these people that are in, you know, the celebrities that are messing up, but also our political leaders and other leaders that we see. Let's talk about, use those use those as teachable moments to say, you know, what kind of leadership is that? You know, right. is that good leadership or bad? And if you were a leader in that situation, what would you do? So, you know, have intentional conversation and use those teachable moments. I think that that has to be, Mike, really strong because I think the tendency is to avoid. If mm. you see, like, somebody messing up, like the the Miley or, or the Lohans or, or the people in Hollywood, as a parent, it seems to me like when you see that person that your kid might look up to, if they're, if they're messing up in some way, you tend to, I don't know, the natural tendency is to avoid it mm. or not talk about it. And so, yeah, it's it's so good. I, I think it can be a strong model, to even even if it's good or bad, to to be open and talk about it. Um, a, a bad example can be a, a very a, a good opportunity to teach, mm-hmm. even, even more so sometimes than a good example of, of leadership. Well, as we talk about this topic with our kids, they're going to be looking at us as leaders. Um, you know, and I think that's why I really like this topic from the standpoint of addressing, you know, talking to, to you guys as parents, that this is a, a topic where we live. Um, one of the things that we're discussing this month is what does it mean to be a godly leader? Mm. You know, from my standpoint as a as a dad, you know, God has called me to be the leader of my family. I want to be the, a godly leader. Um, you know, for me, that involves making sure that I'm living an example before my kids that you know, is what I profess to believe and say on Sunday morning when I'm, you know, professing and, and standing in worship that my kids see that same attitude and that same love for Jesus through the rest of the week, that I'm trying to live a life of integrity, you know, and so as we as we look at this topic, let's talk to parents just for a minute. What does it mean to be a godly leader? Well, I think I think you mentioned it, Rick. It starts in your home. That's your first area. Uh, and you're going to, especially if we talk to dads for a minute, you know, as, as men, we are, as dads and husbands, we are, you know, biblically be called to be the leaders of our homes and to be the godly leaders. And so we have to man up, you know, we have to step up and, and take that role. Don't abdicate that role. I think a lot of men, even guys who go to church, I think a lot of men abdicate that role to their wives to, to be the leaders mm. and, you know. Um, I've seen it a lot as a, as a pastor, as a student minister, watch that take place. And you can't give that up. You know, you have to step up and do that. And I think it is that consistent lifestyle, but I think also we've got to be, we got to realize, you know, all of us have influence. I mean, somebody might be listening to this and say, well, you know, I'm just a person that works on the line. I don't really have, you know, no, you, you're influencing somebody. That's right. Yeah. Somebody's looking at you. Yeah, the person standing next to you. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're looking at you for, for, you know, uh, leadership and, and, and for influence. And so realize, take a look at your lives and see where are those places that you are and who are those people that you're influencing. And I, you know, just think about my own life. I had to do that a lot these last few weeks because I, coach my son's ball team well i'm a i'm a huge leader right there i mean those guys are looking up to me their parents are looking to me you know it wouldn't do me a whole lot of good to say well yeah i'm a leader at church and then go out and you know act like you know the devil there on the ball kicking dirt, you know, and kick and dirt it's right fussing at the umpires and all that kind of stuff you know i'm a leader there and they need right. to see me as a godly leader there you know and just look at all the places and the people that we're in the clubs we're in or we're you know the guys we play golf with whatever it is realize we have influence on those people and we need to be godly leaders there too what? would you say like if if god has given you if like if he's blessed you with with a son or a daughter like you don't really have an option not to be a leader hmm. in a very real sense that's right, right. yeah 
Yeah, Mike, I want to jump in there too with with that aspect of you know even wherever we're at, wherever we are, whatever we're doing as a job, we have other roles of leadership, as you mentioned. You know, coaching. A lot of us have coached our kids. Uh, you know, little leagues. Right. Uh, I coached my son's soccer for years, um, and continue coaching now. Um, and there was there were points in time when my son was was little, and I made a very very clear proclamation at the beginning of every season that, hey, I'm a Christian, you know, here's what I do for a job, here's what I do at my church. And there were several seasons where I had to get the parents together after a game and just apologize and say, you know what, <laughs> you know, the yeah. things that, that, you know, the antics that you saw over the sidelines. Uh, that was that not does Christian. Not, yeah, that, and that, that was not that very was Christ-like. It was like, you know, that is not a good representation of my that faith. That was not Jesus, that um, was Rick. <laughs> there was one time that, you know, I just, I got really upset with the ref and, you know, I didn't, I didn't cuss him out or anything, but I got, I got angry and upset to the point of, you know, I felt like, okay, I need to just tell these parents, you know, that is not what I'm trying to set out to be an example for your kids. I could have just let it go and nobody would have said anything about it um, because there were other guys out there that were just going off a whole lot worse than I was. (laughs) But I felt as a leader, I needed to take charge and and just that desire to be a godly leader and say, you know, I've set myself out here as a Christian example, a Christian witness. I want to be true to that. And I'm just, right. you know, I apologize for what I've said, what I did. Um, I want to represent Christ better than that. I think that's a part of, of that. Also, I think for my son and for those kids on the team, that was an example of, okay, you know, I messed up. I'm going to have the integrity to stand up and say, you know, I blew it. I'm going to work yeah. better at that next time. So I think that's a part of that as well. Uh, you know, Ryan, you're heading off, uh, you know, here to a new role, a new ministry. Um, you are stepping into this godly ministry, godly leadership. Um, you know, how do you feel about that? Scared to death. <laughs> <laughs> in, in a very real sense, it is a humbling kind of thing to, I just I haven't been on staff since, uh, at a church since, uh, since I started here. So it's, it's a bit of, it, it really, in a sense, there is a sort of an all kind of scared, scary part of it of just I mean in a real sense uh, understanding the position understanding that okay I've got to answer to the children for one and then the, the parents of those children uh yeah it's kind of uh I don't know <laughs> I don't know how else to say it other than yeah there's a bit of just that uh, responsibility of, right? yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. oh my goodness this is yeah I'm gonna have to do this okay <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're committed now. You know, we have all kinds of folks looking to us to be examples and and leaders. You know, Mike, in this whole unit of study, and I'm not sure if if all the the churches for parents that are listening to this podcast, if all your churches are picking up on our midweek studies, but our midweek studies get into some great questions as well. You know, what is God looking for in a leader? As a leader, how can I help others reach their potential? As a leader, how do I deal with adversity and and what causes a leader to fail? Right. All again, just real life situations. You know, in the, I think the question for me as a parent, you know, coming back to this idea of, of a role of leadership, especially as a dad within my family, this what can I do to help my kids reach their potential? You know, Mike and I, you know, we've talked about this, you know, just recently about our role as as dads that I have a responsibility. My kids are on loan to me from God. Mm-hmm. You know, God has put them in my care as stewards of them. He has given me the responsibility to lead and guide them in the best way possible. And I've had a couple conversations recently with my kids, especially with my son, just saying, you know, this is God's responsibility for me to help guide you to make wise choices. I'm going to pray that you're making wise choices, but I want to try to help you make wise choices. I think that's mm-hmm. a part of being that leader in our family is stepping up and saying, you know, 
I'm not real pleased with what I'm seeing right now. Let me help guide you in the other way. Yeah. Um, you know, some of us didn't grow up with parents like that. Right. Um, you know, it's it's a new a new pattern for me. You know, I didn't have a lot of you know a lot of that kind of input in my life. And I'm trying to make that difference in my in my kids' lives. What do you guys think about that? Had a conversation not too long ago, and uh, with my wife and I, we were talking and. Um, some things that happened with my son, and and he is he's he's a great kid, great young man. But some decisions, some things happened, and I was just like, you know, I, I actually we were texting back and forth, um, and I just texted to my wife, you know, I, I I'm I'm not a good dad, I failed here, you know, and I just I just was really down about it, you know, yeah. very defeated about it, and and you know, and she wrote back and said her text, first words ever text out of her mouth on her text was lies from Satan. Huh. You know, our job's not done yet. And man, that was just, that was, you know, right out of the words from the Lord to remind me, you know what, you, you're not defeated. You're not failed. You still got work to do, you know, and is it hard sometimes? Absolutely. And am I going to fall? Absolutely. But it's still my job to help. As you said, Rick, I mean, here's your son in college and, you know, we still have jobs to do to help shape yes. our students, help, you know, and, and you know what, my father's job is not done. I mean, my dad, I still look to him, you know, he Man. still is helping shape me, my thoughts and where I'm going. You know, here I am at 49 and, and thank the Lord he's still living and, you know, and, 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 but he, I still look to him to help me. So my job as a dad and as, as a godly leader, as a godly father is never going to stop as long as I'm living, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully even after I'm dead, the things that I stood for, and the and the life that I lead and the life that I've lived will help shape my son and my daughter to also be godly leaders. I think it seems to me too, Mike. A lot of the reason why you look to your dad the way you do is probably because your dad didn't just start like the last few months exactly. being a leader. <laughs> right. Like you, you knew that even whether it was when you were a teenager. Like it's been a process. Mm-hmm. And so, just to encourage the parents listening, I mean, that's you know, we have Mike here who's a dad, <laughs> but he's talking about his dad. It's it's a continual process, and it didn't. It started back when Mike, if we can believe that far. That's right. That's right. That when, was when many Mike years ago. Was, when Mike was a teen, you know, it starts yeah. then. So, you know, this is your opportunity. When, and we've got a question in here, too. What about leaders fail? What happens when leaders fail? And, and you know, we have, over the years, we have seen a lot of examples of that, um, you know, from you know from political figures to pastors. Um, you know, that's always a big deal in the news whenever a pastor fails. What do we do with our kids? How do we help them understand how to do the right things when they fail? You know, you know, Mike, you talked about your own failure there yeah. um, and things. You know, how do we how do we talk about that with our kids and help them understand that? You know, if you fail, it's not the end of the road. Uh, Rick, I, one of the things, and I'll go back talked about my dad for a minute, but one of the things I admired and respect and still do about my dad as a as a, as a child growing up as a teenager in our home and so forth, my dad would tell me he was wrong. I mean, he would come to me when he messed up and he would say, he would apologize and he would say, son, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, and he would mm. ask for my forgiveness. That's good. Uh, that's, that made a mark on my life yeah. because I look to him and still do as my hero. He's almost immortal kind of, you know, but for him to so- show, you know, that he had feet of clay just like everybody else. And for him to come to me you know, and not just make a blanket, oh, I'm sorry, but to come and say, you know, I'm sorry for what I said or, 
you know, I was wrong in this and I, and I, and I need to apologize, man, that was huge to me. And I've tried to carry that out. I mean, I've had to go back to both my daughter and my son at times and said, you know what? I, I failed, you know, and I'm, and I, I'm sorry. And so I think for one thing is for, for, you know, for us to be able to do that, to be able to show, you know, we're human, we are going to mess up. Um, we're not larger than life. You know, we, we're right there with you, you know, I don't know what it was, but there was just something about that that just, you know, endeared him even more to me uh, and raised his status in my eyes. And I hope for my son and my daughter both that, you know, that they've seen that in their dad, too. That's good. That's a hard question. I don't know how, uh, you know, other than using bad uh, leadership as a as an example to then admonish or um, edify, it's it's one of those things that, you know, we see in Scripture, we see we see good leaders, and we see we we see even the good leaders have bad times. Whether it's right. David or or right. in many examples, and so it's almost you know as I hate it, it's cheesy as it sounds, you have to you have to use the examples to ultimately point to God as the leader. I don't know exactly how to put that, but they are just earthly examples. Exactly. Even you know the the good people are still going to do bad things. And it's not that you excuse it as much as you just try your best as a parent to use it as an example to point to the true right. leader, yeah. if that makes sense. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, and part of this whole unit of study, too, is you know, we talk a lot about leadership, but we're not, we're not trying to force everybody to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not everybody can be the president of the United States. Not every student can be the president of their student body. Um, we have to have followers, uh, but there is a there's a part of being a follower that's tied to being a leader, of you know being a godly follower in the situation. Um, let's talk just for a second as we're wrapping this up. Some things that we can do as parents to help our kids follow, kind of sense and follow where God may be leading them to be leaders. You know, there there are two extremes to parenting. You know, and I think the the best thing is right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's the the helicopter parents. You know, trying to control every bit of their their kids' experience, trying to get them into the the best pre kindergarten, preschool. You know, into all. You know, you have to go to all these different things and and have this well rounded experience. There's parents that you know don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how do we guide our kids to to put them into positions where they can experience not only being a godly follower but have opportunities to be leaders? I think. He- Again, take a look at your child's life and talk to them about, okay, let's look at what you're involved in. You know, how how are you, what are you doing in those organizations? What are you doing on that team? You know, uh, are you being a leader and how can you be a leader? So once again, I think it's some intentionality there about it that, you know, if your son's playing on a on a baseball team or a football team, you need to talk about, you know, who are some of the leaders on the team and are you doing your part, you know, and, and and maybe that gives you a conver- an opportunity to have a conversation about those leaders on the team because maybe they're not the kind of right. guys that you want your son to follow after. And so I think that opens up some doors some really good conversations. So I think, you know, some intentionality, just look at their lives and what's going on in their lives and continue to ask, you know, how can you be a leader here? How can, once again, how can you influence for good? How can you be the one that's pointing people to Christ? Um, whether, once again, that may not mean, that may not mean they're the captain of the team. Right. 
But there are guys on that team that are probably looking or, you know, in that club or on in that class or in that project or whatever it may be. There are probably people looking at their lives and looking at them. And just to remind them of that, you know, you don't want to be overbearing about it, but you do want to raise that issue to say, you know, people are looking at you. You know, you've made a proclamation, especially if your child's a believer. Right. There are people who know that. Like you just said, Rick, you made a proclamation to those parents and that team. I'm a believer. I follow Christ. You know, well, probably for the most part, your son, if he's a believer, or your daughter, if they go to, you know, involved in a youth group, people know that. We need to remind them of that. You're representing the Lord when, wherever you are, and you want to be leading people toward him, not away from him. Well, I think as we're talking about leadership, too, to help our kids understand that this whole concept of leadership is not that, okay, I'm going to be the leader, I'm going to be right. the president, um, and and that is my definition of leadership, is that, man, I can be a leader for an hour, I can be a leader for right. a day. Mm. You know, from my experience and my point of view is from a parent standpoint, but also from a student ministry standpoint, one of the best things that parents you can do is to get your kids involved especially in mission projects and service mm-hmm. projects through the youth ministry of your church um, allow them to go away on a week-long mission trip somewhere you know in your state or within the country or even outside the country to an international experience where your students are going to be put into positions where they're going to have opportunity to to lead a portion of that trip or depend upon God in a way that they don't have the opportunity to, opportunity to do on a regular basis um, and give them that opportunity. I have seen some incredible things happen in the lives of students, my own as well as the students that I work with, when they're away on a mission trip experience and allow God to, to give them opportunity to be the leader of you know the paint crew or the leader right. of the sandwich-making crew or the leader of the cleanup crew or to lead a devotion. Um, those are all great opportunities for students to experience portions of leadership in a way that's going to be comfortable and that they're going to have some success. Yeah. You, Rick, you use the the example of being like raising your kid to be a president. Like, yeah, yeah. I always remember the president has an entire administration that's, right. <laughs> that's working and and doing. And, and in some way, you know, use that. I mean, you can apply that to say, you know, everybody has some job to that's do right. in a very real sense. Even to go back to scripture and say, be a you know, be a good steward, be faithful with what you've been given, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. whether that is following. Um, you, in a real way, you have a job to do on some level. I mean, we're all stewards, you know, of what God has given to us. And okay. and I just think that, like I said, you know, our our children all have opportunity to influence people just like we do. Again, I'm glad, Ricky, brought that up that, you know, it's just a good lesson for us as parents to remember that, you know, we're all influencing somebody. That's right. And so we're all leaders. Well, parents, we're going to help you out just a little bit as we wrap up this month. Um, if you'll go to our website, lifeway.com slash known, uh, click on the leader tab and then click on our summer button there for our summer resources. From there, you're going to find a link to our parent meeting plans. If you'll just choose the parent meeting plan for lead, follower, get out of the way, the last two pages just contain questions for you to ask your student each week in these areas of leadership and will help guide that, that portion of that conversation. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, this is a great topic for us as adults to be reminded that I need to be a godly leader. I need to step up. Um, and as we're closing this podcast, uh, Ryan, we just want to say thanks for your service and your ministry yep. to know. And we appreciate all you've done for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thank you. Glad to have you along. All right. Yep. It, it's been good to uh, serve. Rick will edit this later. Yeah, I'm going to take but, this part uh, out. <laughs> yeah, you can take this part out because I might tear up. But it has been a fun to to publicly say thanks for for uh, it's been a great opportunity for me to 
to work with you guys. It's been a pleasure. It's been five years total, two, yeah. two unknown, but five in student publishing. Right. So, so it's been fun getting to know you guys and, and seriously see your heart for not only students but being a parent to mm. to your own, your very own students. Um, that's that's been powerful, and and you guys really are experts when I, and when I think about it. Um, it's been incredible to see see you guys grow over five years. A lot happens. All right, I oh, guess yeah. we'll leave that part in now. <laughs> okay, so, so you'll you'll bring it back. But, yeah, but thank you guys. Well, we love you, Ryan. We're gonna miss you, bud. All right, thanks, parents, for joining us. Join us again next month as we pick up a brand new topic. <laughs>